You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome into episode 79, 79 of the Brilliant Sports Podcast. Almost fumbled over my words already, but Josh Jacobs did not fumble as he uh, as he went in for that touchdown. Uh, anyways, yes, uh, yeah, we're back here with JD, man, back back in action, uh, recording on Thursday, December 8th. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing well, brother, doing well. A lot of great stuff we're going to be getting into tonight, jam-packed week in the NFL. Jam-packed is right, man. We're... Uh, where where do you want to take it right off right off the bat right off the get go here? Shoot, man. Well, we might as well just start with this game since uh, we're recording a little later than expected. But obviously, the big news, jo- um, well, Josh Jacobs just scored. That's pretty big. But aside from that, on the other side of the ball with uh, the Rams earlier this week, Carolina waves Baker Mayfield, and he is claimed off the waivers by the Rams. And there's a very good chance that we will be seeing him at some point tonight in this game. I mean, that's that's wild, bro. Just a couple of days ago, he gets waived, and he's looking like he's going to play. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a, a good, a good, uh, you know, good luck for him. Like just good, good riddance to Carolina, I should say. Um, bad franchise in a really bad spot right now are the are the Carolina Panthers. So you know, th- this could be the resurrection of his career, and. Uh, you know, what he's been looking for since, you know, Cleveland kind of kicked him out of the door. So that'll be interesting to see, man. It's kind of, you know, if you're Baker Mayfield, this is one of your last opportunities, I'd say, to be like a, a you know, a starter or, or kind of show what, you, what you're what you worth. So I think he's got to he's gotta come out like guns a-blazing and, and play well, I would say. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I know, I think what guy's name is Wolford, last, last name of the quarterback. <laughs> I know he has a, a neck injury. Um, so they're expecting him to start. Um, the Raiders scored seven nothing. The Rams just got the kickoff. So I believe Wolford's supposed to come out, but they're not expecting him to be able to make it the entire way. So expected to see Mayfield. And we'll keep you posted live as the game goes on here. But uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think um, Baker really uh, has to make something of this. The Rams really had nothing to lose. They you know they don't have their first round draft pick, so doesn't matter which you know what their final record is as far as that goes baker's salary is you know very low i think it's like 1.3 or 1.5 million um some people thought they grabbed him just because uh san fran needs a quarterback or could need a quarterback but actually the rams <laughs> were the only ones to put in a waiver claim for for baker so you know 
I kind of wish him the best, honestly. I like a good underdog story, and uh, he was a he was a fool, honestly, to the way he went, left Cleveland. You know, he could have just played uh, under Deshaun Watson before Watson came back. You know, he could have just played those games, and you know, with a good surrounding cast, and then who knows what would happen. But instead, he you know had let his emotions get the best of him and got out of Cleveland. But uh, he humbled himself, man. He was playing back up in, in Carolina, and <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, I, I kind of blame him. I kind of don't only because, I mean, he was the first overall pick. You know, he came into that that organization in, in a season which, like, they went 0-16 when he came in, you know, uh, as he was being drafted there. So, I mean, he resurrected them from the dead, basically. I mean, you can say they, they definitely structured that team well and, and they drafted well after he got there and – and that all helped and they surrounded him with a lot, but he, I think he still got the, uh, the short end of the stick and I don't know, man, Deshaun Watson better be worth it. I'll say that that's all I'll say. Cause they, uh, they put all their marbles in one jar and they, they went out and blew an absolute bag on that guy. So. Yeah. Cleveland making a bad quarterback decision is pretty normal. So uh, <laughs> we'll find out in the long term whether or not, whether or not anything happens there. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said, we'll see when Baker shows up or if he shows up in this game right now. So speaking of the NFC South, you know, we just talked about the Panthers, Baker. We got to talk about TB12 Monday night, Bucks, Saints. That game was boring as all get out until we had a vintage Tom Brady. Well, I guess last like five minutes, man. Did you, did you see anything on that at I all? Did, I did. Uh, I got to watch the fourth quarter. I turned it on. Um, and I mean, like you made when some I, money off that, actually, right? Yeah, I put in a little five dollar for seventy five, real quick. That that was one of the biggest returns I've had ever. So <laughs> I, I'll definitely take it, man. Um, as much as I can't stand Brady, I mean, I'm probably the the number one hater in that in that club, or you know, JD might be. You know, we're we're neck and neck for that, but yeah, I'm but, up there, yeah, for sure. But gotta give the respect where it's due, <laughs> dude. They. Uh, it's one of those games you could make the arguments the Saints like yeah the Bucks won it but the Saints lost that game like they had every opportunity to put the Bucks away and then they they have a fourth and one and they don't go for I think they should have went for that at that point and you just like you don't want to put the ball in that guy's hands with the game on the line you've seen it time and time and time again and and it seems like every season he does it a couple times so I right. that's poor. Co- they they played not to they didn't play to win. They played not to lose, and you can't do that against um you can't do that against Tom Brady as much as as I can't stand him. He is uh you know he's hard to put away. That's for sure. One hundred percent. And I mean that just gives Tampa Bay a lot of uh, confidence moving forward. They're now at five hundred six and six, um leading that division. And uh you never know, man. With with Tom some. They could they could make a long, like a late season run. I don't expect them to make much of a splash in the playoffs. Uh, but you know, like you said, you got to put Tom Brady away. So, two those two TDs last five minutes and that that final TD with three seconds left, cashing in. <laughs> Might as well put the final nail in the coffin for the Saints. They're looking at four and nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they but who are. knows, man? Who knows? That division sucks. <laughs> Uh, that that to say that division sucks man that's an under that that division is a is a laughing stock it, it's it's so bad man like there's three organizations in that division that have no idea it seems like they know they have no idea what what they're doing i should say they, they've they don't know their left from their right you know so yeah at this point in time yeah brutal. most definitely absolutely um 
one cool stat, if you are a Saints fan, uh, Taysom Hill with the touchdown reception in that game, he became the first player in the Super Bowl era to have nine TDs, nine plus TDs, uh, passing, rushing, and receiving. So you guys have a uh, bit of a unicorn there, player doing doing his thing. Um, honestly, man, why don't they start Taysom Hill at quarterback? Why the heck are they running with Dalton? Tell me that. What do you think on that, man? Uh, dude, I, uh, I, I'll beat that drum until it falls apart man like it's it's <laughs> so stupid man like th- th- this is the thing that their offensive line is so bad that you you got to have a guy that's at least a little bit mobile and Taysom Hill is exactly that like he could get out of there he can run he can he could throw it to himself you know what I mean like in all actuality <laughs> so uh right, yeah right. man it, it doesn't make sense I mean I don't I think if you surrounded Andy Dalton with a good offensive line he would be he would be decent like he wouldn't be terrible but he has no time to yeah, throw. Yeah, he had his years. Dude, even right. now, he I mean, he made some great throws in that game. And, and you know, there like Taysom Hill dropped one down the stretch, but he got absolutely hammered. I, I forget who hit him. But, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. It's it's time to uh, it's time to just give Taysom Hill the keys. Like, what do you have to lose? You're four and eight, four and nine. What, four and yeah. eight? So four just, and nine now, yeah. No, I just, agree. I agree. At least the rest of the year, just give it to him. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, no, agreed. Especially because uh, they just lost Mark Ingram to injury. The report is he's a partial MCL tear, and uh, barring a deep super or a deep playoff run by the Saints, uh, he he wouldn't be healthy enough to come <laughs> back. So his years, off, you know, statistically speaking, with the percentages of the Saints making the playoffs and making a run on top of that, his years done. So yeah, see what happens. Throw Hill in there and give him a shot, man. That's that's my opinion, but. You know God, that team is awful, though, man. That team is that team's. If they didn't have a decent defense, they they would be nothing. Yeah, seriously. Talking about another horrible team. We're sticking in the <laughs> NFC South here. Big news coming out of Atlanta. Third rounder Desmond Riddler is going to be the starter in their next game. They got the bye week this week, and then coming out uh, the following week, they're going to see what they got. Bark uh, benching uh, Mariota. What are your What are your thoughts on that, man? I don't know much about Riddler, but I was reading up a bit on him. And you got you're more of a college guy. You ever hear this this kid? What What's he got? Yeah, yeah, he was pretty decent in college. I can't lie. I mean, uh, University of Cincinnati. He had them in the college playoff last year. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, he played at a small school. They got absolutely obliterated uh, in that college right. football playoff. But you know, you're playing the big boys. You can't really put that on him i mean falcons once again this is another organization that just they can't find like you know they had matt ryan they you know got to the they got there but obviously came up short and and again they should have won that's a different story for a different day but 28 to 3 man like no no excuse for that but like i said we'll, (laughs) we'll, we'll hold off there but uh yeah, man, they're they're kind of playing musical chair at quarterback. It seems like now with with obviously uh, Mariota getting benched, I I thought you know it wasn't a bad idea to go out and get him. I, I think they got him relatively cheap, but I didn't Third have rounder. Yeah, that's that's not much at all there. So, um, not super high hopes for, for him coming in, and obviously they they haven't been that great uh, all season. I mean, they've got they they got killed by the Bengals. Um, they lost to a, a bad Panthers team. Like they're, they're just, they're not a good team right now. And, uh, you might as well see what the kid can do at least a little bit. I mean, he sat behind Mariota, you know, for most of this season. So why not, yeah. uh, coming off two straight losses, like 
just throw him in for the last four. That's kind of what Jalen Hurts got at what the last four in, in the Eagles season a couple of years ago. So yeah, uh, can't hurt. Five, man. can't hurt. Five now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Four. You're right. You're right. Four. Four. Yeah. They're five and eight. Hey, man. Like that. Like I said, Tampa Bay six and six leading the division. Who says Riddler <laughs> won't come in, run the tables? You know, for the Falcons, and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs. You know, it's worth a shot. You know, worth Mariota's a shot. Mariota's clearly not the answer. You know? Dude, worth a shot, and they and they play the Buccaneers the last game of the year, so that might mean something by then. We'll see. <laughs> One one wild. We'll definitely definitely keep that keep that in the back of our minds moving forward. <laughs> yeah, best of luck to the kid. Um, yeah, why not? So yeah, that wraps up that wraps up the the South. You know, just real quick, after watching the NFC East suck for for a couple of years, it feels good to have statistically, you know, record wise, the best division be in the East and. uh you know, the South is going south with their records. <laughs> put it that way. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. I like that. Um, all right, man. Yeah, dude. So moving along, a um, little bit of injury updates here. A big, big disappointment for me and obviously for Bills fans. Von Miller, during surgery, it was revealed that he had an ACL tear. So he's out for the year. Um, dude, the video he posted, man, he's just such a positive guy. You know, and he he's planning on coming back stronger next year, showing – wants to show his teammates that uh you know he's he's all about it he's all in and um just you know it's it's tough but with that being said the motivation i think will make the bills play a lot tougher you know win it for von type thing what are your thoughts there man yeah i mean a guy that's <clears throat> excuse me is just a stand-up guy like his whole career i mean he's he's a big time player and and that, you hate to see it man obviously you hate to see it for for von that sucks but um, having a great attitude, you know, I, I probably couldn't hold that same type of attitude that he does, but Hey, he, he's stronger right. for it than me. So, um, yeah, man, play it, do it for Vaughn. I like that. I, I think that that'll be another uh, motivating factor for the bills. I think they have enough already, but Hey, some more gasoline on a fire doesn't hurt, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So other injury news, OBJ, we expected to hear him signed by now, you know, he visited the bills, he visited the giants, he visited the Cowboys, but, Apparently his health is still a major concern. They're not even sure if he's going to be ready um, until maybe mid January. Um, by that point, is it even worth grabbing him? So, what are your thoughts there, man? See here, the longer I think this goes on, the longer or like the less likely he is to get a, a long term deal. Like that, he I know he want like for his fiance and uh, just like for his own situation, he wants a long term deal. But I mean as, as great as he can be, he's like, I've, I've mentioned a million times. He's, he's as fragile as they come basically, in my opinion. So uh, it's going to be tough for him to convince a franchise to give him more than even like a two year deal just due to his, his injury history. And now obviously this lingering and lingering on. So uh, I think it puts him in a, in a tough spot. I mean, it's kind of like surprising it's gone on this long, but um, you know, he did suffer another ACL tear. So it's, it's it, tough. It's tough, man. Exactly. I, I don't know. I really don't know where he ends up. I, I've said Bills all along, but um, I don't know. I, I he he just seems like he would fit on the Cowboys, like in that star. <laughs> like he he's a star. They have star on their helmet. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I, I this is a really it's an interesting one, and, and nothing seems to transpire. You know. So yeah, as much as Jerry Jones. Uh made it abundantly clear over and over and over and over that he wanted OBJ. The fact that he didn't sign him after the visit really definitely says something about his health. So we'll, again, we'll keep, keep an eye on that moving forward. But for now, OBJ remains unsigned. So 
going to move on to more injury news. Uh, this is just – I know the Cardinals, Cardinals are irrelevant, but Zach Ertz uh, just had surgery for an ACL, an MCL. Obviously, we know Zach is catching that touchdown in the Super Bowl for the Eagles. So, saw that, you know, tugged up my heart a little bit. Feel bad for the guy. He's a good guy. But, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence – has a foot injury he's day-to-day you know down there in in Jacksonville um a big one though here for sure Jimmy G broken foot but he avoided ligament damage there is a possibility of a return for the playoffs but that's doubtful unless they make the Super Bowl that's what I'm hearing um man what do you think what do you think about that it's one of those things like I'm not going to sit here and say I wish injury on anybody, and I really, I really don't. But I don't. Want, here's the thing: I don't want him to come back and him be the reason the Eagles don't advance or something. Like that team is so solid on in so many positions. Like he doesn't. Whoever's quarterbacking that team doesn't have to do much uh, for them to yeah, win. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has the thing built. Kyle Shanahan built at running. the helm. Yeah, man. Like. I here's the thing. I don't want him to come back. If he does come back, I hope we, you know, no pun intended, but beat this, beat the crap out of him. Like not get him injured again. I'm not saying that, but you know, <laughs> we get to him, we put him on the ground enough that we win. But um, yeah, a little, bit of bi- a little bit of bias from the Eagles fan here, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I wish him all the best. I, I like Jimmy G as a person. I think he's handled himself as a professional extremely well. Um, glad to see. I'm glad he's not in New England doing things there because you know, not a Belichick lover for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, hopefully, no. you know, I'm just happy to hear he doesn't have any uh, ligament damage. So hopefully, he should be able to heal up and come back next year. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we got Brock Purdy coming in, uh, Mister Irrelevant, and uh, he's definitely relevant now. So with that defense being, you know, obviously firing on all cylinders and. That, the weapons that they have around Purdy, it could be a Purdy site. That's a terrible uh, joke. I like. I see what you did there, man. Uh, yeah, no, brother, it's been going around on Twitter multiple times, so I had to throw it out there. You know, the big, the big dogs on Twitter. You know, the big, they're throwing it out, so I had to make the joke. Hey, man, you could have taken credit for that because I, I definitely didn't hear that one. So there you go. I would, uh, I would not. I hate to say this. I don't want to speak it into existence, but. I would not be shocked if, if TB12 tries to trot out there to San Francisco next year just with that team and everything. I don't know if it'll happen, but if he goes there, I'm I'm terrified for the NFC. You know what I mean? Cuz they're missing they're missing a great quarterback and I know Brady's not like what he used to be, but that team has so many weapons, man. It would be it would be terrifying to watch that with that defense. It's an interesting thought. Interesting thought. I mean, obviously they draft, drafted Trey Lance, who went out with the injury this year. You know, Jimmy G. I mean, <laughs> it's, I forget what the stat is, but like Jimmy G leading the San Francisco offense, like something like almost like forty and eight, nineteen or forty and twenty, like win loss percent record, and everybody else is way in the negative. So, like the guy wins games. Honestly, I think I think they're going to probably stick with Lance, and you know, we'll see though. That, that would be interesting. But. He's he's from that area too. That's another thing. So it's like they always. They always link him to that, you know, going out yeah. there and, and ending his career there. But I, God, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I'm ready. To, I'm I'm ready to see uh, Tom Brady in the booth, not on the field, but <laughs> anywhere. Yeah, anywhere <laughs> with the field. <laughs> anyway, anyway, speaking of someone not seeing the field, I guess the GM doesn't typically <laughs> see the field. He oversees the field, but 
the Tennessee Titans letting go of GM Jim Wyatt. And the rumor is because of the fact that he got rid of A.J. Brown, the timing after Brown destroyed the Titans <laughs> last week. The timing is a bit ironic. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? Do you, do you think that that's true, that he, he lost that job because of uh, the A.J. Brown failed trade? Or what, what are your thoughts? Is there something else going down there? Uh, I definitely think um... – like we, I think we went over last week that you know he paid Tannehill, he paid uh, Derrick Henry, and I'm not the biggest right. Tann- like Tannehill. I, I, I wouldn't have cut him a big check. I, he's not bad, but he's no, nowhere close to elite. So, um, yeah, I think that was a massive blunder, and I think that was probably the icing on the cake for the ownership group. I mean, uh, trading away AJ Brown, not getting a ton for him, obviously, and just, I mean that that he's one of the best receivers in the game, so. Uh, as Baker Mayfield gets a little gets a little action here, but uh, uh oh yeah, just I missed that. Yeah, okay, we got <laughs> Baker in here coming out. Did he just complete a pass? Oh snap! I better refresh my page here. Hey, Looks man, like okay, little play action. You're play above, action. You're, you're in front of me. Your your streams in front of mine. So I'm. I'll just uh, uh, all right, out yeah. <laughs> but hey, yeah, man, man. Just ran for seven. Ran for seven yards right there. Looking pretty solid. Or six yards. I'm sorry. First uh, pass twenty. Pass to the right for a 21-yard gain. Baker Mayfield's first pass. Yeah, look at that bang right on the number. Yeah. Yeah. Next play, uh, six-yard gain. So, Dude, I I think ever since Vrabel's got there, Tennessee's gotten a hell of a lot better quickly. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things like, I don't know. Maybe maybe if they get the right GM in there, like they're never far away. I'll say that. They're never like a – they haven't been a a dumpster fire since, since Vrabel's been there. So. Uh, maybe right. this will be the, maybe this will be the move they need. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, one of the few uh, coaches to come from um, New England that's actually doing something with Rabel there. So, but speaking of coaches from New England, Josh McDaniels, who's <laughs> obviously the coach of the Raiders in this game, the Raiders, man, first team in the league that have a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams. There's there's some analysts thinking that the, the Raiders might actually make a run into the playoffs. They got three wins in a row. I mean, they're up 10 nothing right here as as I speak, 15 seconds left in the first quarter. Um, what are your thoughts there? Any chance any chance they make a run? I mean, obviously, yeah. What do you got? I mean, dude, if you would have asked me this question a couple of weeks ago, I would have said they are they're probably you know, top five worst team in football. So, I mean, it, it's kind of yeah. crazy uh, how th- how they've uh, how they've turned it around here. Uh, I'm going to pull up their remaining schedule. Obviously, let's just say for conversation's sake, they win tonight in a close game. I think Baker plays well and, and makes it a game. But uh, then, the, then the Patriots come to town. I would not be shocked if the Patriots win that game just because Belichick knows Josh McDaniels like the back of his hand. Um, but the so true. But the talent, the talent. I got to fire back with that. The talent on the offensive side of the ball, though. Can they really? Ma- I mean, yeah. The the Patriots have a good defense, and uh, we'll talk about defensive player of the year candidates a little later. I want to get into that. Um, so we'll talk about a Patriots player there. But just the talent, Josh Jacobs, man, Devonte Adams. Like, can the Patriots match up? And then on the offensive side of the ball, they look pretty abysmal against the Bills. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. I, I just, I, it's hard. Even though New England isn't old New England, that deep, like you said, that defense is big time. I, I don't trust Derek Carr against Bill Belichick. I just don't. Um, and then they, they got to play a Steelers team. Um, 
that that's no like well. walk in the park either. I, I know that team's not great, but uh, I don't know, man. They've I, been I, playing better. Yeah, they've been playing, but I don't. I don't think the Raiders get in. If I if I'm a betting man, I, I don't think the Raiders do. I, I think they if they okay. would have got off to a better start this season, most definitely they would be. But uh, yeah, they uh, they just didn't, and and they dug themselves too big of a hole. I think. Yeah, I definitely believe that Josh McDaniels has a job next year if they keep up the trend. Uh, we'll see. You know, I'm voting for the Raiders, man. I like I like Derek Carr. A lot of people don't, but I've always liked Derek Carr. Um, and after his uh, very emotional speech a few weeks ago, they haven't lost. So Rams just hit a field goal here with six seconds left, 55-yard field goal. So it's 10-3. to three. Um, Raiders up over the Rams. So Baker's first drive leads them to a field goal. So pretty good start for his career as a Ram, right? You know? But um, this is his golden opportunity, man. Like, good coach, good franchise. You know, like he's got to take advantage. Yeah, you mentioned. uh, Speaking of coaches, I mean, I know (laughs) you mentioned the Steelers. You saw something this week from Mike Tomlin that you did not like. So, (laughs) you want to explain that to our listeners? Oh man, this guy just—I mean, just when I think I can't stand him even more, you know what I mean? It's just he—he's always been a big talker in my book. So he—he's. He's coming off the field. Granted, this is at halftime, right? And, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep it a PG-13 show. But uh, the, the fan basically says, you know, come on, Tomlin, let's let's get him going. Just something along the lines of encouragement, right? Nothing nothing derogatory at all. And Tomlin says he, he bugs out on him right away and says, man, I'm effing working. So I'm just like, dude, With- I, I mean, come on, man. He, he, he takes – I'm not going to say he takes it too seriously. He's an NFL coach. I get it. But, like, dude, your team has a losing record right now. Like, just shut your mouth and go in the lot. Either either shut up or, or uh, you know, th- say, thanks, man. I'm, we're going to win. We're going to win. You know, you don't got to be ignorant towards somebody that's encouraging you. That that really rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah, I, I lost respect. And, and just the guy just seems like an asshole. There's no other way to put it, man. He, he's – I don't think he's a good – like, he might be a good dude, but he's – he he thinks the world of himself, in my opinion, and I don't think that he's that great. So, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, he did that. Definitely rubbed me the wrong way too. So we shall see. Uh, I, obviously, we've talked about it. You know, Tomlin's probably not going to get fired, but hopefully, uh, for other fans' sake, they don't have to have a run in with him at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least if they do, maybe they'll be up that time. Maybe they'll be up that game, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, see, yeah, man. I'll ask you this though, man. If it was Belichick, would it be okay if he did that? Would you say? Because he's regarded as such. You know what I mean? It's a double standard type deal. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that's a dick. Excuse the language. I think that's a dick move, regardless of who the coach is. I think it's unacceptable. Period. You guys are getting paid. You know, hundred percent. Obviously, you guys are getting paid a decent amount of money. You know, to be dropping an f bomb and to, to blow somebody off in the workplace, you're gonna get you're gonna get reprimanded. If I, if I was in the office and you know someone <laughs> came over and encouraged me after a bad phone call, and I'm just like I'm effing working. You know, that was gonna happen there. I'm getting written up by the soup. You know what I mean? You know. So yeah, anybody that says Mike Tom's a good role model, I'll, I'll argue with you all day after that because. Because let's say JD followed his example, he wouldn't, you know, you get fired in two seconds. So, yeah, very possible. So, anyway, (laughs) uh, that's your opinion, and you're allowed to have it, right? So, that's that's what we say here. That's what we do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I wanted to to get moving on to um, just looking at a couple uh, awards here. We'll look at defensive player of the year candidates and then MVP candidates. So, I'm going to start with defensive player of the year. 
Here's the way I see it. I think at this point in time, three-way battle, Nick Bosa, who is actually questionable this week with a hamstring injury uh, from the San Fran Niners, Michael Parsons from the Cowboys, and then Matthew Judon from the Patriots. Now I got some stats written down here. Um, however, what are your thoughts? You know, when I mentioned those three names, what are you thinking? I mean, obviously three, three top tier guys. I mean, it's crazy Parsons since, since he's been drafted. I mean, he was up for it last year. Um, obviously he didn't get it, but I, what he got defensive rookie of the year or, or, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. He, well he's an absolute machine and, and he's right down the road here in, from Harrisburg and then went to Penn state. So he's a hometown kid for us, uh, being out of, of central Pennsylvania, but it's obviously he played, if he played for anybody else other than, than Dallas or uh, New England for, <laughs> for that matter, but, uh, I'd, I'd be a lot better with it, but dude, he, he is such a good player. Like he is so dynamic and he can do anything on that field. So, uh, he's a stud, but I mean, I know Nick Bosa's leading the league in sacks. Uh, and he just yeah, absolutely – he wrecks havoc, dude. So, I, I got to say, I think it's tough. I, I, I don't – I think it's between Bosa and uh, and obviously Parsons. I, I mean, Judon's having a great year too. But that defense in general, uh, coached by Bill Belichick, is always going to be good. <clears throat> Excuse me, always going to be good for the most part. So, um, right. yeah, I, I think uh, ultimately I think Bosa gets it, but – uh, I wouldn't be like shocked or really upset. I, I do root for Micah Parsons individually, uh, just right. on the team, obviously. So, yeah, man. I mean, I think at this point it's a two man battle as well. I mean, but again, you know, Bosa bit with a hamstring being questionable, you never know if he misses one game. I mean, he had three sacks on Sunday, bolting him into the top top of the the league. He has fourteen point five sacks, thirty six tackles, only one forced fumble though, zero fumble recoveries. Zero pass deflections. And you go to Parsons, man, 52 tackles. So that's quite a bit more. Three forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, three passes deflected, and 12 sacks. And, I mean, San Francisco is loaded on defense. I mean, not that the Dallas Cowboys don't have a – like, they have a good defense. But it all starts with Micah Parsons. If you take that man off the field, I, I think they drop as a unit. You know, just the fact that you have to put two, sometimes three blockers on that guy two offensive linemen and a tight end that opens up everything else. I mean, I think personally, I think I would give it to Parsons simply because he brings so much more to that team in general, which opens him up to be able to do a lot, a lot more. And that's no disrespect to both. So the guy's a heck of a player. That's my, my take on that, you know, honestly. And, you know, like being a, being a guy from Pennsylvania, you know, it's obviously uh, if anyone on the Cowboys is ever going to win an award, I definitely would like to see it be Parsons, you know, like hometown guy or respect to him. I mean, respect to what he's doing out there, man. Dude, I, I watched a lot of him at Penn State and I knew he was he was very, very good, but I did not expect him to translate to the NFL like this. I mean, a mid first round. I don't think pick. anybody did. I don't Dude, think anybody saw this coming. He is like you said, I mean, he he almost, you know, he's he's up there with sacks and he and he he's a linebacker really they they line him up in the box and they they do everything else like they they put him all over the place and put him in pass rushing situations but like he is just you're right i i, I think you know after hearing your point I, i'm those stats speak for the, like the three force fumbles he has a fumble recovery like he's dude he's he's scary to go up against because like you don't know where at what angle he's coming at you don't know where they're going to line him up like you can do pretty much anything with that guy so yeah, one hundred percent. So we shall see. But uh, yeah. If I... All right, man. Uh, moving right along from a uh, defensive player of the year to MVP. Um, 
got four names here that I've been hearing floating around um, from multiple sources. So I'm just going to roll with these four. Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Um, those are the four front runners in no particular order. What are your thoughts on those guys? And I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, man. No, no Jalen Rager in there. We just got to make sure that's known. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Right, right. It hurts, just, not Rager. <laughs> just to make sure no one's getting that confused. But no, uh, pretty, pretty solid list, man. You can make a case for any of those guys. If you were going to take one out um, and put somebody in, I would say Micah Parsons would be the only outside, uh, you know, outside of a quarterback that I would put in my, my list just because of his impact on the game. But uh, what say you there, uh, JD, on that? Yeah, I mean, I got a dark horse candidate as well. But, um, yeah, dude, they, all four quarterbacks obviously playing at a high level. Um, looking at the statistics, man, I got to take – I would take Josh Allen out. Um, I mean, the guy's playing well, but he's been playing injured. I mean, you got 30 total TDs, you know, 25 TDs through the air, five rush TDs. He's third in yards. But, I mean, he's tied for 23rd in completion percentage with Jacoby Brissett. Like, like, look at that, man. I mean, you know, 11 interceptions, he's 10th in um, QBR rating. So he's having a good year. Obviously, the Bills are, you know, their number one uh, seed in the AFC. Definitely says a lot about him as a quarterback leading that team. But, I, you know, I would say at this point, you know, he, he'd be out in that situation, man. But Burrow, bro, Burrow is hot, man. You know, that guy just all of a sudden, you know, came on these last couple of weeks, especially getting chased back was obviously helpful. But um, I think we talked about it on Monday. Just watch out for the Bengals. You know, he's second in the league in yards. Same stats as far as TDs, 25 TDs throwing, five rush TDs. But um, second completion percentage, that's huge. You know, and he's just he's just coming on. So if he has some really big games down the stretch, and I could I could see him walking away with it. Um, honestly, right now, I think it's a you know if the season were to end the day, it's got to be Pat Mahomes or Hurts. And I'm not being biased that's whatsoever. I mean, obviously Mahomes is a unicorn. He's a freaking nature. You know, he's leading the league in yards, touchdowns, thirty TDs. He got two rushing TDs, eight interceptions. But you know, he's yeah fourth in QBR rating. Guys, guys, just a freak of nature. You know, um, what do you what do you think about that there? Yeah, as as much as I want, you know, as much as I'd like to see Jalen Hurts get it, um, I I can see why, you know, people make the case for him. Um, it's just tough, man. When you're when you're putting raw statistics out there, like, um, you know, obviously Mahomes has more yard. He has considerably more yards, almost a thousand more yards than than Jalen Hurts. Um, he is Jalen Hurts is fourth in total yards, uh, but he's still behind Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Burrow in total yards. Uh, he's fourth in total touchdowns. Like, as uh, you know, he's as long as he's playing at at this level, I'm happy. I don't, you know, obviously individual awards are cool and, and things like that, but they're they're playing to win the game at the end of the day. So, um, right, I right. I probably would give it to either Burrow or or Mahomes, but I I think, um, I think Burrow does. Uh, it's tough, man, because I know they lost. Obviously, the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, um, but I still think Burrow does less. He does more with less because that offensive line really? is, is horrible. Okay. Like that, that offensive line still in shambles. Burrow still gets hit so much uh, in there. So, with all things considered, I know Mah- Mahomes is probably the most talented QB in the league, and 
He's probably the best, the best QB like to win one game. Like I take that guy, but um, I still like, I just think Burrow is up against more than, than Mahomes is. And, and, that, and for that reason, I, I think their stats are so close that I, I would take Burrow this year. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I mean, to make a bit of a case for Hertz, you know, is he second consecutive NFC offensive player of the week? Dude, he's nine rushing touchdowns. It's fifth in the league in rushing touchdowns, not in quarterback rushing touchdowns, just rushing touchdowns in general. Um, second in yards per attempt. You know, he's making he's making big throws all over the place, you know, as we saw on Sunday. Um, look at the impact type thing. You know, obviously Burrow, Mahomes are leading their team as well, but I mean, the Eagles are sitting at the top of the league for a reason record. You know, some people will say the strength of record, this or that, you know. They're the strength of their competition. But, I mean, they're 11-1. And, and and the way I look at it, I mean, it's a team sport. And the MVP is typically going to come from, you know, a winner. Um, as we see over the years, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers, two years in a row, they didn't make a Super Bowl, but they were deep in the playoffs. And the analysts are kind of back and forth with this, man. Some are saying it's Mahomes. Some are saying it's Hurts. You know, I, I don't know. I think down the stretch it's going to be incredible. This This Christmas Eve game. You know, the Cowboys, Eagles, if Hertz goes on national television there and puts on a clinic, man, you got you got a great you got a great uh, case for him there, you know. But later on in the year, Burrow, I think it's like Burrow, uh, Bengals and the Bills. So, you know, Burrow goes out and blows out the Bills, you know, it's, <laughs> what you know, what do you got? You know, type thing. All three of those guys, you know, just Mahomes, Hertz, Burrow, just they're all just phenomenal quarterbacks. And I think between the three, we'll see multiple MVPs and, and probably multiple Super Bowls, honestly, over the next 10 years, as long as they can stay healthy. What do you think there? Dude, I hope so, man. Like, I know it was talked about early, you know, when, when the Eagles went out and got A.J. Brown that, um, you know, Jalen Hurts was getting mentioned. And, you know, the preseason MVP, um, you know, chatter is a little bit much for me. I mean, like, we they didn't even play a game yet. So I was, right. I was definitely like, you know, this might be, you know, a little bit too big a shoes for him to fill, but – Hey man, he shut up the critics. He he shut me up this year. Like he's he's balling out. He he's making all the throws. He's his composure is is up there with with the Mahomes. It's up there with the Burrow. That's what you want as a, as your franchise quarterback. Like I think Wentz was a deer in the headlights a lot of the time, where you know he got freaked out in the moment and things like that. I think Hertz is very level headed. Um, so more power to him. Um, you know Mahomes is is been the real deal since really game one. Like he he is just. Like he's a godsend for them. And then like Burroughs the same way, man, both those guys. So um, highly, highly talented guys. Um, you can make a case with, with Jalen hurts with, uh, uh, with his legs. And, and I'm glad you brought up like the strength of schedule thing. Like, look, man, the Eagles can only, and I'm not just saying this cause I'm an Eagles fan. Like the Eagles can only play who's in front of them. So if, if they have to go up against the giants, they have to go up against, whoever like if they beat the crap out of them that that's that's the goal or just getting the w is the goal so uh for everybody saying oh the eagles are you know 11 and 1 but they're they're not really that good it's like you know we played 12 games in, in an nfl season and we have one loss so you guys can like shove that you know what i mean in my opinion <laughs> uh, yeah facts and uh <laughs> and one more thing on one more thing on hertz here you know despite his last name knock on wood he has been able to stay healthy you know, he avoids, yeah, he avoids getting hit for the most part unnecessarily, you know, runs out of bounds, takes some slides. So yeah, definitely the end of this season going to be, going to be really great. Uh, some 
great games on slate. And uh, when the playoffs start, everyone's zero and zero, you know, when ultimately that sort of comes down to one and done in the playoffs. So all good quarterbacks. My dark horse pick, man's actually playing tonight, Josh Jacobs. Um, man, that, that guy, that guy, his stats, bro, first in the league, rush yards, first in the league, scrimmage yards, first in the league for rushing first downs, longest rush of the year, 86 yards, yards after contact, 1,064. That's insane to think about, bro. How many running backs in the league have 1,000 yards in, in a season? let alone have a thousand yards after contact in the first, what, 12, 13 games. Like that's insane. Very much so, man. Very much so. And he's the only, I'm not going to say he's the only reason, but he, he is one of the driving forces why the Raiders are even, you know, back to relevant after, uh, yeah. after the, the season they've had. So uh, that would be Devonta cool. Jakes. I think it's definitely a long shot, uh, <laughs> but Hey man, like, you, you know, we've seen stranger things. So, uh, definitely. I, if I, if I'm a betting man, I think I would throw a little bit on Jalen hurts right now, just because of like, he's the fresh, he's the fresh dog to the bull. Like Mahomes is there. Uh, Joe Burrow has been there in the conversation. So, uh, it would be cool to see Jalen hurts just with the, the type of season the Eagles have had. But, um, yeah, man, Josh Jacobs, definitely, definitely doing his thing. And, and, uh, yeah, he, he's the best running back in the game right now. Uh, agreed 100% I know it's been floated around people have been saying there should be a non-quarterback MVP um, if if they do indeed come out with that award I nominate Josh Jacobs <laughs> as the first one this, this year maybe that's something we can do every year non-quarterback MVP so all right yeah I think we we got got the MVP conversation talked about for now uh, obviously we'll see how the season unfolds but moving along then disappointment teams man you look at the way this season has gone. This 2022 season's insane. You just look at this game right now going on, the Raiders and the Rams. The Rams are the defending Super Bowl champions, and they're starting – they're now rolling with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. That says something <laughs> right there. But I, I would say, what do you think? Would they be the most disappointing team in the league this year based on you know going into the season? I mean, they, their Super Bowl odds were, were up there, if I remember correctly, to start the year. Yeah, man, they got it. They got to be in the conversation. Um, if not, you know, right up there. So, I mean, coming into the season, obviously they, you expect them to at least be in contention for the, uh, division. Um, they're last place. They're, they're behind the Cardinals and the Cardinals are just not a good team. Um, (laughs) so yeah, man, they've lost six in a row coming into tonight. Uh, it's not looking great so far, 13 to three right now. So, uh, against, against the Raiders here. So, I mean, they, it's hard to say them's like a hundred percent only because they've had so many injuries. Like Stafford's been in and out. Cooper Cup's been Cooper hurt. Cup. Yeah. It, it list goes on and on. Al, like, Allen Robinson. Yeah. The Aaron Donald's missing his first game due to injury. It's they've had some you know, offensive line. They've just had some really bad luck, but yeah, man, I, I gotta see. I There might not be a, a right, a correct answer. Like, you know, this is an opinionated question. But I, I gotta Absolutely. go. I gotta go with. Uh, I think Green Bay is a massive disappointment, only because, like, I, I'm I'm one of those people, man. I, I don't like when people make excuses. Like, like Rogers makes so much money that he should propel them to, a, at least a win a, a 500 record. Like, there's no excuse in my opinion to be five and eight. So I know he's played through injuries and this and that, but, I mean, Aaron Aaron Jones is a great running back. 
I know the receivers have been, you know, not great, uh, but the defense has been very good at the same rate. So for, for what, how much time they're on the field. So them being, them being five and eight, I got to say they're, they're right up there with, with the teams for me. I think Arizona, you can make a case for them as well at four and eight. Uh, they have probably the, on paper, one of the best receiving cores in football, if not the best, like top to bottom. And they, Thanks, Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray is just a spoiled brat, man. So um, he just complains about literally everything. He blames everybody, but himself. I, I'm I'm tired of that guy. He can he can go pound sand just like Mike Tomlin, man. He's an he's in my doghouse <laughs> for sure this week. Yeah, no, I mean I have to push back with uh talking about one of the best receiving core in Arizona, man. I mean DeAndre Hopkins, I mean Hollywood Brown. I, I mean Zach Ertz, it is man, what it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but he's a tight end. We're talking about receiving yeah, core. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Receiving core, but no, I, I definitely agree that Arizona is a huge. Huge disappointment to uh, to their fans. I mean, I'm I'm okay with them sucking because yeah, I don't like whiny crybabies. I don't like <laughs> Kyler Murray Murray at all. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, I would say to me the biggest surprise would be the Green Bay Packers, um, Packers and the Rams both. But I mean, yeah, just to see an Aaron Rodgers led team, just to you know five and eight like what the last two seasons they had the number one seed in the NFC. I don't even think they lost eight games combined in those two seasons, you know, <laughs> except for their, if you include the playoff losses, maybe, but yeah, I mean, they, they definitely didn't go, didn't do any favors for Rogers, you know, by letting Adams go. Speaking of Adams, he just had a sick grab here in double coverage in this game. So, but uh, they let him go, you know, cause he, he left cause he didn't know how long Rogers would be playing and they didn't really do much to replace him. You know, got Randall Cobb back. Who's, who's old. <laughs> His heydays are over and you, but, uh, you know, moving forward, if Rodgers stays, man, I mean, Christian Watson is uh, emerging as quite the quite the wide receiver. He's a touchdown machine, you know, and um, Rodgers stays healthy. You know, a lot of fans don't want to see Jordan Love. You know, like, announcers were talking about it. You know, what do you have to lose by showing, you know, seeing what you got in the future with Jordan Love? But that's that's a tough thing there in, in Green Bay, you know, because they're loyal to their quarterbacks, uh, which I respect, but. As as a fan, it would be cool to uh, see what they got in Jordan Love because that kid looked good just in a little bit of action against the Eagles. That's for sure. It's tough, man. Like he, I mean, what is this? Is like this got to be his fourth or fifth year? I, I'm not off the top of my head. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Love, I think it's his third season. Only third? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I you're believe right. so. Yeah, yeah, it's his third season here. Okay, yep. it just seems like, dude. It seems like he's been there ten years. The way I mean, he just he's always on the bench. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Rogers, Rogers, one of those guys, he went out and, uh, demanded all that money. It's tough to surround a guy with a lot of talent if you demand, you know, so much of the cap. So it's, I understand it's, it's hard, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm just sick. Like Aaron Rodgers has had all the talent in the world and he he's come away with one ring and that was what, 10 years ago. So He'll he'll get you there. He's he's another type of guy. He'll get you there, but he doesn't get you over the hump, and he doesn't get you to the promised land. So I, if I'm the Packers, I'm trying to get him off the books. I'm trying to get him out of town. That you know this off season. <laughs> so let's let's see what we got with Jordan Love. Let's he's on a he's on a very very uh you know very uh cheap deal, and he, and he's he he'll play for you for very very cheap. So let's surround Jordan Love with the, the pieces he needs and. 
I don't know, man. I, I just think like Rogers had a great career. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say he's he's a bad player, but it, yeah, it's time for a change, man. It's it's been too too long. Like let, let's just see what else what else we have. And wow, that was a horrible pass by uh, Derek Carr there. I don't know what yeah, that I mean, was, man. Yeah, one handed interception. Ernest Jones in the end zone to to keep the uh, Chargers, or I mean, to keep the Raiders, man. They're up thirteen to three, and they're looking like they might go up twenty to three. But got a bad bad pass by Carr, but a sick interception by Jones. Got to give them the respect respect there. So uh, looking about looking like it's going to be thirteen to three at halftime in this Thursday night game. Uh, Forty nine seconds left in the second quarter. So hey, who knows? Maybe Baker will leave a lot lead a last second, you know, last minute drive. But um. Yeah, man. Just think of this, though. A-Rod to San Francisco. You talked Ooh. about Brady going to San Francisco. I, Rogers got more in the tank than Brady does. He got more left. So I don't think it'll happen, but it just that's scary to think about. <laughs> Dude, if I'm, if, I'm sitting, if I'm San Francisco, I'm trying everything in my power to get one of those guys over there. Because I, I swear to God, they're, they're a quarterback away from a Super Bowl, in my opinion. So uh, I completely agree. And, I mean, Trey Lance being in his second year, I mean, yes, they had the high draft pick for him, but uh, he sits behind Rodgers, Brady, for a year. Oh, my goodness. But Can't hurt. anyway, da- Can't hurt. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, man, that's a, that's about all all I got here. I know it's getting late. i um, getting a bit tired myself, but let's roll into pick-ems. Um, <laughs> for this, this coming up. Yeah, for this coming up weekend, man. Um, I know Monday we talked about it a little bit, but moving forward, we're just going to do pick-ems on Friday. And then we'll, you know, Monday starting the show, we'll let, let you all know how, how we're doing. So on uh, Monday, I'm going to stick with the three teams I had on Monday. So I got the Lions over the Vikings, got the Steelers over the Ravens, and I got my Eagles over the Giants. You had said originally Cowboys over the Texans, Niners over the Bucks, and Chargers over the Dolphins. You're going to stick with those three or make some changes here? I think I think I'm gonna do some adjustments. I, as soon as I said these, I weren't I wasn't feeling too good. So I'll still take uh, I'll still take Dallas. That one's like I mean, if they don't win that game, I, I don't know what to think of of Dallas. So uh, I think that's a money lock it in. You know, uh, the spread's probably ridiculous on that game. It's probably ten at least. So um, and it's in Dallas. So seventeen point five favorites right now. Holy crap! Cowboys yeah. are favorite. I guess a little high, but who knows? I mean, after that whoop down. Whoop beaten of whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that beat down whooping. <laughs> that was a beat down and a whooping of the of the cold. Yeah, right, right. Of the of the yeah. I like to call them the Indianapolis Jeff Saturdays. But uh yeah, man. Uh yeah, the way they I, play it, the way they play it Sunday, they might as well be playing on Saturday as a college team, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if they can oh. win in college the way that but anyways, I'll get off the anyway. uh, Colts the Colts slam you know, slamming on the Colts yeah. so hard. But yeah, man, I'm going to still take Dallas. I am going to switch to the AFC for this one. I'm going to take the Bills over the Jets. I think the Jets are are sliding in the wrong direction right now, and I think it's going to continue. Okay. Um, okay. They, All they right. were, I know they're one possession away from beating the Vikings, but I, I just feel like the Bills – it's a division game. I think the Bills are going to really want that. And I just – like I said, the, the Jets have had a, a promising season, especially for where they – you know, people thought they would be, so – Absolutely, uh, they're coming down back to reality now. I think a little bit, and and I think they the Bills will win that game. Uh, excuse me, 
Um, yeah, especially, especially with the number one seed now that the Bills have after last week, they got all the all the motivation in the world to go out there and absolutely obliterate the Jets. So I think we'll see in Buffalo. I think we'll see some of the best football we've seen from the Bills this year, honestly. So yep. I, I think that's a money pick as well. Yeah, what man, do you got no, for your I third one? That for sure. And then the last game, I, I just kind of switched it up again. Um, I think the Chargers win, and they might be. Unfortunately, I didn't get to look at this quick, but. Uh, I, they might be underdog, but I think they're going to beat Miami in in Los Angeles. I I think the once again the the Dolphins have had an overachieving year to say the least. Uh, sitting there at eight and you four, think so. I, okay. I just I don't trust the Dolphins. I mean, they got the beats the the breaks beat off them by San Francisco. That wasn't even a game in the third quarter. And I think the Chargers to stay relevant in this wild card chase, like they have to win this game. So I think that being said, like they're going to come out firing and. Yeah, it'll probably be a close. I, I see it being a close game because it is a prime time, and those seem to go that way. But um, I do think the Chargers win in, in that in that contest. There, it is prime time, and they do seem to go that way. However, you you predicted that the Colts and the, uh, the Cowboys would be a close one. So <laughs> it was. Hey, man, it was until the fourth quarter. It, for three quarters, that touché. game was close. So yeah, no, it's touche, touche. Yeah, I mean. Lo- they- yeah, the Chargers need that game 100%. Uh, I, I disagree that the, the Dolphins are achieving um, with their offense the way it is. Uh, I think they're they're sitting they're sitting uh, right about where they should be. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it, as we say. Allowed to <laughs> so, have it. Allowed to yeah. have it. Yeah, moving forward, I guess we'll find out, man. So, hey, uh, that's all I got, man. It's been a great show. Uh, great to come out here on a Thursday night watching this game live. It was fun giving updates in the middle of it, so we'll see see what happens in that second half. Whether uh, Baker can can turn back the clock to being in Cleveland and, and uh, bringing bringing them back, bringing the Rams back, or whether or not the the Raiders are going to keep thumping them. So thirteen to three is the halftime score. Yeah, man, I think we pretty much touched on all on all angles of the NFL once again. Uh, you know, take take these picks to the bank. Uh, you know, from JD. <laughs> from myself no, i mean all of not, them are, not mine <laughs> i think it's gonna be six and oh this week but uh no nah, no nah, i'm just kidding but yeah man i always always appreciate you guys listening i know we're we're trying to do different things going forward and, and we're just trying to you know be consistent in posting so um yeah that that's the goal every every monday look for a show every friday look for a show so um always appreciate the support and and any criticism you have i'll, I'll take that too so yeah, give us a shout out. Follow us on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle there? Uh, uh, it's it's brutal zero eight eleven. I'm gonna try to get that to actually brutally honest sports as the handle. But um, yeah, man. Other than that, I mean, I gotta shout out the guys from fourteen twenty. Uh, they're doing a they're doing a daily show now, so it's fourteen twenty in the morning. So definitely tune into that. Uh, that's pretty cool. And uh, I appreciate them letting me come on their show earlier this week. Uh, talk a little baseball as well. So they. They're doing a lot. Uh, guy from Fan in the Van. Once again, I want to preference that like he does uh, use some profanity. So, you know, the younger listeners or, or the people that don't want to hear that don't uh, don't uh, don't tune in there. But uh, highly entertaining, you know, nevertheless. And uh, and the level of playing field, those guys are, are definitely doing interesting things as well. You know, big, big Toronto sports fans up there in, in the in the great land of Canada as well. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, other than that, we'll uh, we'll catch you coming up here after the weekend on monday and and definitely look towards the twitter for any updates and and things like that over the weekend 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.